1: Ken Lorman. The president is weighing in after the disclosure that in the weeks prior to the 2016 election, his then-personal attorney secretly recorded their discussion about a potential payment for a former model's account of having an affair with Mr. Trump.
2: The recording was part of a larger collection of documents and electronic records seized earlier this year by federal authorities from lawyer Michael Cohen. In a suicide attack at the Kabul airport in Afghanistan today, 14 dead 50 people injured. This is SRN News.
3: Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. I'm often asked when meeting with prospective clients, does radio work? Absolutely, I say. And we have plenty of success stories to share. Listeners have more ways to listen than ever. They have our new FM signal in the West Metro, smart speakers like Alexa, and our free mobile app. Listeners are finding us, so let your business be found, too. Consider advertising on the Patriot and see how radio will work for you. Call us at 651-405-8800. Ryan Mitchell in
4: studio here with your Twin Cities weather forecast update. It's a gorgeous day outside today, folks. Lots of sun. We'll get to just above 80 for the high Later on tonight we'll dip to just below 74 our low. Up next here on the Patriot, it's the closer Brad Carlson. He's live on the Northern Alliance Radio Network.
0: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
4: Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and Go Launch Sequence. Engineering Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio Engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2-1. We have Linda.
0: The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280, the Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. I do-
5: AM1280 Patriot. To it is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651 289 4488 If you'd like to send us a message on Twitter, just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. Hashtag darn show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And hey, feel free to weigh in via our Facebook page. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. Like our Facebook page if you haven't already, and feel free to leave a comment on there. And we will get to all your comments and questions through any venue possible. It's a full service operation here at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You know that. I just want to remind you, uh, we've got uh, some tremendous programming. Well, every day, all day on uh, AM 1280 The Patriot, but particularly this weekend. uh, I'm excited about this one. Uh, First of all, the Justice Hour with Andrew Parker, 4 p.m. every Sunday here on AM 1280 The Patriot. It's always must-listen-to radio. I'll just say that right right off the bat. But today he has on Selena Zito. She is the author of The Great Revolt, talking about the story of the 2016 election where... Uh, folks who felt marginalized and pushed off in the background during eight years of Obama's insufferable progressive agenda, uh, fought back and delivered Donald Trump an historic victory in 2016. And Selena Zito, uh, for my money, did the best coverage of the Trump campaign during the election and in the aftermath and continues to provide the best analysis of this uh, just uh, unprecedented revolt uh, towards a presidency like Donald Trump's, a campaign like Trump's, which we hadn't seen before. So I'm definitely looking forward to listening to that. Again, that's on the Justice Hour with Andrew Parker today at 4 p.m. and a.m. 1280 The Patriot. So before I forget, I wanted to definitely plug that. And, uh, well, just listen to a.m. 1280 The Patriot all the time and you won't miss anything. That that seems to be the uh, the bottom line. Well, uh, we do have a guest coming up at one thirty. It's an encore performance, actually. Greg Scott, who was on yesterday talking about cybersecurity, uh, particularly in light of the Russians hacking the 2016 elections uh Greg is going to come back on again like I say at 1 30 to talk about uh, some of the more high profile hacks that have taken place in businesses and U.S. government particularly the office of management uh personnel management one of the biggest hacks I believe in U.S. government history Greg probably has the stats on that but we'll definitely talk about that like I say at 1 30 because this is an important issue so uh he was uh agreeable to coming back on the show after being on yesterday with me because, uh, I, you know, I I got here today. I'm like, I felt like I was here just 24 hours ago. And I'm like, oh, wait, I was. Yeah, I filled in for Mitch yesterday, but uh, four hours of uh, broadcasting this weekend and I'm glad to do it. Uh, one thing I noticed about the news cycle this past week is we seem to have had a lot of stories surrounding the uh, culture war. And Andrew Breitbart, I thought, uh, said it so brilliantly some time ago, the late, great Andrew Breitbart, where he said, politics is downstream from culture. And, you know, as conservatives, we have a tendency to say, ah, who cares what actors think, celebrities think, these high-profile people think, sports figures, who who really cares what they think about the political system? But as we found out, Politics is downstream from culture, like Andrew Breitbart said, because a lot of young people are, that's how they're plugged into, you know, as far as cultural norms. And I bring that up because obviously Hollywood and sports and, what, and other popular culture aspects have influence on our politics. And in this day and age, we are so divided in our politics that inevitably there is a culture war. I mean, conservatives took a lot of defeats in the culture war probably within the last decade particularly when it came to the issue of same sex marriage where conservatives eventually began to concede okay this is this has a movement this has a groundswell there is a there is momentum for for same sex marriage and we're we're never going back and it's got to the point now where a lot of conservatives have acquiesced to it and say yeah who cares live and let live that sort of thing and then now, but but we realize that you cannot give an inch on these issues. Because as a conservative, you say, well, gay marriage, that's that's all fine and good, live and let live, you know, as long as it doesn't affect my life. But as we've seen with uh, businesses trying to be compelled to violate their deeply held religious beliefs, i.e. Masterpiece Cake Shop down in Colorado, uh, you can see that you will be made to care. All right? And so that's why in, in the culture war, you ha- it has to be a vigilant fight. And I bring this up because there was a situation this past week where uh, Mark Duplass... I, uh, Ryan, have you ever heard of Mark Duplass before? Actor, director...
6: I have not, unfortunately. I haven't either. I'm probably not the best person to ask, though.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Well, neither am I. I'm not really into the entertainment industry much these days. In the past twenty three, I just not. You know, I'm not snubbing. I'm not snubbing it because there are a lot of left wingers in Hollywood. That doesn't really bother me. It just, I don't know. I'm not interested. But apparently, Mark Duplass is an actor, producer, writer in Hollywood, and he put out a tweet this past week that said, uh, "Fellow liberals." If you are interested at all in, quote-unquote, crossing the aisle, you should consider following Ben Shapiro. I don't agree with him on much, but he's a genuine person who once helped me for no other reason than to be nice. He doesn't bend the truth. His intentions are good. Now, Ben Shapiro's name has a tendency to really uh, cause a a lot of uh, very passionate emotions. Uh, Young people, you you know, College conservatives, college Republicans have a tremendous amount of admiration for Ben Shapiro because he is willing to go into the proverbial lion's den and share his viewpoints and, and not, be, uh, not be uncivil, not be disrespectful to other viewpoints. He'll just respond in kind to your viewpoint and say, well, this is my perspective and this is why I disagree with your perspective or here's how your perspective can't work. Basically, he says, here's why you're flat out wrong and misguided, but in a a way that makes it sound dignified, okay? Because if you vilify your opponent and right off the bat call them ignorant or stupid, you're never going to get anywhere in these political debates. So that's why Mark Duplass said, look, basically saying in this day and age, we are so polarized in our politics that we completely drown out the perspective of the other side. And if you ever hope to change hearts and minds, you have to get an idea of what the other side is thinking. I mean, this is just basic common sense, right? You need to get a a, a mindset as to why the other side believes in what they believe in. And a lot of times we're shaped by our experiences growing up and that sort of thing. And, and, and that's perfectly understandable. I don't think anybody willfully engages in partisan politics just because they want to... Uh, want to stick it to the other side necessarily although there may be some debate on that because it seems like there's a lot of aspects of tribalism whereas we were criticizing one side for enacting a certain set of policies or conveying a certain mindset but when our guy does it hey it's all fine and good all right that 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 bothers me but that's another discussion for another day but the point is is like mark duplass is seeing has probably seen some of his hollywood colleagues expressing concern over the era that brought us Trump. It says, well, if you really want to understand the mindset, tune into Ben Shapiro. Now, Ben Shapiro didn't support Trump in 2016, but Ben Shapiro is actually even-handed when it comes to the president. He is one of the president's biggest critics when he feels he needs to be, but then he'll also give Trump credit where credit is due. Okay? And it's sad that that is a unique aspect in, in today's political battle you know we should always be scrutinizing what our political figures say regardless if it aligns with our personal politics so mark duplass put out that particular tweet saying hey you should follow ben shapiro his his, his intentions are good i don't always agree with him but you know he says what's on his mind and if we want to and if we want to show we're actually tolerant and understand the other side well you know we should really um we should Maybe find out what they're thinking. Well, you can imagine some of the how the Twitter mob reacted. Here's some of the tweets. He's a racist. He helped you because you're a celebrity. And um, responding to how Ben Shapiro's intentions are good. No, they aren't. His intentions are terrible, as many are showing you using his own words. Here's another one. I could list a hundred smarter conservatives to follow. And of course, they're conservatives who are. Uh, quote unquote conservatives that are vehemently anti Trump, you know, like Rick Wilson, David Frum, and Max Boot. Okay. So, whatever. So, that basically kind of demonstrates what I've been saying. They just, it's just tr- tribalistic. Here's another one No, his intentions are not good. He's a racist who's celebrating the shooting of black kids. He was nice to you because you're a famous white person. This isn't crossing the aisle with some rando who doesn't like government spending. He's made a fortune on being pro-genocide, and yeah, you know, I could go, I could go on and on and on. So basically, this is what the this is what the Twitter mob does. If you convey a genuinely uh, a genuine thought, you know, your intentions are genuinely good, and you want and you, and you don't like our Partisanship today, or how vitriolic politics has become today, and you tried to, and you put forth a genuine suggestion. This is what the Twitter mob does, and unfortunately, uh, Mark Duplass's uh, response—you know—in being overrun by the Twitter mob is he ended up deleting the tweet because it gets to the point where it get it just gets. Where his mentions just it probably his mentions probably look like a pinball machine. You know how the numbers are spiraling up and up and up. You know that's probably what his mentions look like. And so whenever someone puts out a controversial tweet, they always follow it up. Sometimes they'll follow it up with "R.I.P. My mentions" because they just go crazy. So in for, this is this is what these are fascist tactics. Let's call them what they are: fascist tactics. You don't like what someone has to say. You're going to be so oppressive. And so threatening and so vitriolic that it's not worth the trouble anymore. So Mark Duplass ended up saying, you know what? Forget it. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end up deleting the tweet, which is disappointing in and of itself. And he did uh, release a statement in response to that. And I'll talk a little bit more about this issue and other things. If you want to weigh in on this, please feel free to do so. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. And, hey, look us up on Facebook, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and like our Facebook page if you have not done so already. Brad Carlson, the Closer, back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network.
7: Galilee. Said was
0: on the block The
8: crime was looking up the-
0: Must be 18-year-old to play. Tickets are non-transferable. Jack Pocket is legally bound to pay winnings to verified account holder. Jack Pocket is not affiliated with and is not an agent of the Minnesota State Lottery. Please visit jackpocket.com slash TOS for full terms of service. Attention all Minnesotans who play the lottery. Did you know over $2 billion in lottery winnings go unclaimed each year from lost tickets or not checking numbers? Well, now you can play the official state lottery games like Powerball, Mega Millions, for 5, and more right from your smartphone with Jack Pocket. That's right. Play all your favorite official lottery games right from your phone. Just get the Jack Pocket app at jackpocket.com jackpocket.com or iPhone users can download jackpocket from the app store. If you love playing official state lottery games, but don't have time to stop at the store, get the jackpocket app at jackpocket.com. Don't miss out on drawings because of working late and never worry about lost tickets. That can't happen with jackpocket because you see the ticket in the app and get an email with the serial number. Visit jackpocket.com to start playing Powerball, Mega Millions, for 5 and more official state lottery games right from your phone right now. Get the jackpocket app now at jackpocket.com. That's jackpocket.com.
6: Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Does what we do matter? You know, in the big scheme of things, how important is a roof or gutters? And and maybe those things aren't real important in the eternal scope of things, but they are important in us establishing relationships with other people, and they're also important in being able to reach out, being able to meet people, being able to expand the kingdom or, or edify or build each other up. So maybe our work is more of a vehicle to establish relationships than it is just a business some of the services we offer are shingle roofing residential roofing we also do commercial and residential flat roofs rubber and tpo flat roofs small or large for a free and obviously no obligation estimate you can always contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net
3: Need special boots or shoes for a new job but you don't know where to start?
4: Step into Chet's Shoes for expert advice and a proper fit.
3: A boot can make or break your job, so make sure you get the right one for you.
4: We have safety toe options in steel, aluminum, composite, as well as regular work boots.
3: Check out our expanded line of women's work boots.
4: We've been fitting people for over
8: 70 years.
3: Stop in to see us in Columbia Heights and our Red Wing stores in Circle Pines, Coon Rapids, Bloomington, St. Cloud, and Columbia Heights.
8: Remember, if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. So I can get around it So low, you can't so get under it get under So
5: it. high, you can't get over so it Hey, welcome back. am from The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. This is my broadcast, The Closer. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. As always, feel free to check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And feel free to give us a phone call, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Look us up on Facebook, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, and like our Facebook page. And I'm, I, I feel like it, and so I'm remiss in not mentioning this often enough. Check out LookTrueNorth.com, myself, Mitch Berg, Northern Alliance alum Ed Morrissey, We all, uh, and and many other fine Twin Cities bloggers, all blog there, so be sure to check out LookTrueNorth.com. It's the finest center-right hub for conservative thought here in the Twin Cities, here in the state of Minnesota, heck, the entire United States of America, and as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, I am recounting the story of Mark Duplass, an actor who just suggested, hey... I'm tired of this political divide like you are. I don't always agree with Ben Shapiro, but maybe, fellow liberals, give him a follow. F- try to try to glean what the other side is thinking. Try to understand what they're thinking. So we may not always agree on issues, but we can kind of bridge the divide a little bit and come to a better understanding of why each side thinks what they do instead of this hyper-partisanship that never gets anything done. Because, because in politics today, unless one party controls every level of po- lever of power, I e executive branch and legislative branch, both chambers of Congress, you don't get anything done. And as we saw with as we saw last year with the repealing of Obamacare, Republicans have control of all levers of power in Washington. Couldn't get that done, something they were promising for seven years. But <clears> oh, <throat> that's a digression. My point is is that we as citizens need to start engaging each other instead. All we do is just yell each other, yell at each other in social media, and call that socially being. Politically and socially active, and that's just not what it is. So obviously, Mark Duplass was a victim of the Twitter mob Say, so, "Oh my God, Mark Ben Shapiro is a homophobic bigot, racist. He's he's uh, he, he he's undignified. Look how he attacked the victims of the Parkland high school shooting, which was complete bunk." But you know, again, this is what this is social media. It's what's put out there. It's sometimes I'm afraid it appeals to the lowest common denominator. So, uh, Mark Duplass. Put out. Oh, by the way, before I read Mark DePlaza's statement, here here's an interesting twist. James uh, James Gunn, who's the director of *Guarding of the Galaxy*, uh, he recently came under fire the past couple of days because someone dug up old tweets of his that basically glorified pedophilia. Pretty creepy stuff. Okay, but before those tweets were dug up, he came out with a statement saying, hey, maybe you disagree with Mark Duplass, which is completely fair. Personally, I think even Ben Shapiro's mother should unfollow him. But that doesn't make Duplass's point of view evil. There are a lot of traitors and racists in the country today. Perhaps save outrage, save the outrage for them. Not everyone can be right all the time about everything. And if you think that's possible, then eventually you're going to be standing by yourself right but alone. We have a president who's an operative for a foreign nation at our helm. We have immigrant children still held without parents. Our election was attacked by Russia and the corrupt GOP is doing everything to make sure we don't put protections in place against it happening again. Mark Duplass tweeting how you should follow an a-hole because he thinks it's the kind thing to do simply can't be the bar for moral outrage. Have a good day. So again, that's James Gunn, leftist, director of the Guardian and Galaxy movies. So you read that and it's like, the the just response to this was just so over the top that, again, Mark Duplass, instead of trying to engage in the arena of ideas, it was pretty clear he was, for lack of a better phrase, whizzing into the wind, all right? It just didn't serve his purposes anymore. So he came out with a statement about, uh, saying, hey, fellow liberals, follow Ben Shapiro. We need to engage the other side, find out what they're thinking. So Mark DePlace's statement once he deleted that tweet was, so that tweet was a disaster on many levels. I want to be clear that I in no way endorse hatred, racism, homophobia, xenophobia, or any such form of intolerance. Oh, what a coincidence. Neither does Ben Shapiro. My goal has always been to spread unity, understanding, and kindness. But I am going to make mistakes along the way. So suggesting you follow someone who is right of center politically is a mistake? What? No. That's a Twitter mob. Anyways, sometimes I move too quickly when I get excited or fail to do enough research or I don't communicate myself clearly. I'm really sorry. I now understand that I need to be more diligent and careful. I'm working on that. But I do believe deeply in bipartisan understanding, and I will continue to do my best to promote peace and decency in this world right now. That said, I hear you, and I want to thank you to those who reached out with constructive criticism. I have genuinely learned so much and wish everyone all the best. Mark Duplass. I can't help but think that that's like a hostage made to give a positive statement about their captors over video. All I can think of is back in the early 90s in Desert Storm Operation Desert Storm, when some American soldiers were captured by the Saddam Hussein regime and they were put on video saying, hey, I'm okay, I'm all good. I just have no idea why my country is attacking a peaceful country like Iraq. Okay? That's all I could think of when I read this statement by Mark Duplass. Like it was a hostage statement. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And Ben Shapiro has admitted, yeah, you know what? When I was a kid, I said some pretty radically far-right things when I was 19 years old, and guess what? When I was 27, Ben Shapiro's 34 now, 34 or 35, said when I was 27, I disavowed them because I realized I was a naive, ignorant youth, and I've learned so much since then. Wasn't that how life should be? We we say dumb things as a, as a youth. Granted, you know, I'm 49 years old. When I was 17, 18, 19, you know, in college, uh, Twitter and all that stuff wasn't around, so I don't have a digital footprint to look back on. Thank God. <laughs> you know? So the things I, I said back in the day, yeah, I probably have friends and peers who remember some of the things I said and they wanted to try to use it against me. I suppose they could, but it certainly isn't as coherent or certainly isn't as provable as, say, somebody who left something behind on Twitter. Oh, we're going to talk about that later, too. Tweets as, an, uh, as a youth. Okay? So the, let let me dissect this statement. You know where, where Mark Duplass says, "Well, I want to be clear; I in no way endorse hatred, racism, homophobia, xenophobia, or any such form of intolerance." Which of those does Ben Shapiro support? Show your work. Where is he? Where has he ever? Where has he ever exhibited those kind of traits? Because he vehemently disagrees with someone on the left. You know, I used to kind of laugh at that statement. It seemed kind of hyperbolic. Conservatives all used to put out a statement saying. You know, a, 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 uh, to to a liberal, someone is racist if they disagree with a liberal. And I'm like, ah, that's kind of heavy-handed over the top. But you know what? If all you do is consume Twitter, left-wing Twitter, that's not too far from the truth. So anyways, uh, and he says, I'm going to make mistakes along the way. What was your mistake, Mark? You suggested some, you fall, that you follow someone on the right, i.e. Ben Shapiro. Okay, someone who's right of center politically. And Ben Shapiro, I think, does a terrific job in communicating the conservative ideology, conservative thought. You know, I myself am well right of center. And I agree with a lot of things that Ben Shapiro says. So if I'm going to have a representative speak on my behalf, I mean, I'm more than capable of speaking on my behalf. Don't get me wrong. But if I had to pick someone to speak on my behalf, you know, I I could do orders of magnitude worse than Ben Shapiro. So I I don't know what they threw back at Mark Duplass regarding Ben Shapiro's past. Again, Ben has acknowledged he's written, wrote some outlandish things as a 19-year-old. Well, this is what I don't understand. When people say things as a youth, you know, when people say things as college students, you know, like when college students, or not even college students, take someone younger in high school, or maybe just graduating high school, teenagers, when they convey a thought process, you know, a lot of adults may shake their heads, say, eh, they're just kids. They haven't lived in the real world yet. Wait till they get out in the real world. And guess what? Once they graduate from college and are exposed to the real world, yeah, we have a tendency to evolve in our worldview because we have more skin in the game. That, that just makes sense. So why is it that we can never be free of our youthful indiscretions? Because this is apparently what a lot of these leftists are pointing to from Ben Shapiro, things that he said as a much younger person. And heck, today, because you can pretty much live at home until age 26 under your parents' health insurance, and I'm not saying it's a good thing or bad thing, but kids just aren't growing up as fast. I mean, heck, my parents were married in their early 20s. I remember when I was 22 years old, I wasn't even out of college. I wasn't even ready to live on my own, much less be married at 22. So things have changed over the over a generation or two. I get all that. So this this is just this is just an, a, another aspect of the of the Twitter mob just i uh, just overwhelming someone to the point they say okay, timeout, whatever. Yep, I I am just whatever. Okay, yep, I agree 100%. Let let's let it lie. All right? But the fact of the matter is if you do something or say something that you believe in in your heart of hearts, defend it to the death. So now I, I wonder by reading this, was Mark Duplass, was he just trying to throw something out there to show a bipartisan spirit and and in his heart of hearts really meant follow Ben Shapiro? Or was he just maybe doing some sort of high-profile virtue signaling? See, I'm bipartisan. I can tell you to follow somebody on there. Oh, you, you, you don't want me to follow that person? Oh, never mind. I've learned my lesson. So part of me thinks that he wasn't really convicted in, in trying to strive for a spirit of bipartisanship. You see, this is this is classic Hollywood, symbolism over substance, these snobby elites. They pay lip service to all this stuff. They talk about how they want to help people. And they talk about how they strive for bipartisanship. But when the rubber meets the road, they don't really do anything. And that's why, I've, that's why it's been said on this show a hundred times between myself and Mitch Berg, it almost seems like a lot of these leftists it seemed to them, it's almost more important—more important—to virtue signal than it is to actually be virtuous. And it's just classic symbolism over substance. That's all this. So, I, I don't know. I, I I'm I don't want to try to speak for someone like Mark Duplass, whom I've obviously never met, and I don't think it's good practice to try to be clairvoyant. But if you or if the Twitter mob can overwhelm you. That easily. Um, something tells me maybe that wasn't uh, sincerely held belief to begin with. Who's to say? But uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little more, uh, shift gears a little bit, talk a little more cybersecurity right here in AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back in mere moments. Go nowhere. Lanhee Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Some Democrats are hysterical over the nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh to be the next associate justice of the United States Supreme Court, but they couldn't have picked a more reasonable and thoughtful jurist to get worked up about. Even a liberal law professor at Yale recently opined in the New York Times that Judge Kavanaugh is a superb nominee and his legal chops are rivaled only by some of our country's most notable jurists. Indeed, those who support the rule of law have much to look forward to in a Justice Kavanaugh, he shows a reverence for the Constitution and a healthy skepticism of unbridled powers for the federal bureaucracy. Which brings us back to politics. Democrats have pledged to oppose him simply because he was nominated by a Republican. Let's hope they reconsider and give this good man
0: the support he deserves. I'm Lonnie Chen. For more information, please visit townhallreview.com. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
5: Welcome back, M1280 Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in to the Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can check out my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It is the King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague Mitch Berg in these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance, heard Saturdays from 1 to 3 p.m. I am heard every Sunday. The closer, closing out weekend programming. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, feel free to give us a call, 651-289-4488. Uh, also, contact us via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. And like us on Facebook at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Uh, we got a few calls and some tweets on this particular subject yesterday, and it was such a popular topic and very timely given in this day and age of technology that we're bringing back Greg Scott for, I guess, an encore performance, Greg.
8: Thanks for having me back. You bet. It.
5: Great to have you on. Greg is an uh, IT infrastructure uh, expert and well-versed in cybersecurity. Obviously, again, very timely topic considering the reports that came out About the indictments over uh, some Russian agents who hacked into the, uh, or who attempted to hack the US elections back in 2016, and hoping that we could prevent that with midterm elections coming up. Uh, Greg wants to focus specifically on on a couple of issues. And when it talks about government hacks into our government systems, very timely. Uh, I was it this morning's edition yeah, of the Pioneer yeah. Press. This
8: morning's Pioneer Press. That the the headline, the the front headline. Read the headline for us, Greg. Greg Scott. <laughs> Minnesota has your data. Just how safe is it? Oh, do tell. Yeah, Minnesota has my data. It has my Greg Scott data. It's got my driver's license number and my social security number and all kinds of personal information about me, Greg Scott. And of course, there's no more important data in the whole world than data about me, mm-hmm. Greg Scott. Right. Right. Right fill in your own name for that of course and so then the article goes on and talks about what they're doing and they and they brought the reporter through a tour of all of the data center and they had to wipe their feet and be clean and stuff like that but one of the things that stuck out in my mind was MNIT is asking for 10.6 million dollars to do what they need to do to keep this stuff secure they've they gotten
5: got approximately zero.
8: Zero $0. 0 0 cents, not 1 penny. Oh boy. Okay. And it's a, and and the reason according to this article, it's a game of chicken between the legislature and the governor. How many times Sounds have you heard right. that before? Yeah, uh-huh. This is is can I can I yell on the air? Is of course. I, okay. I'll keep it clean. I but... always keep away from the
5: microphone. <laughs> when I yell, I keep away from the microphone.
8: There so, you there. go. <laughs> so here, if you're if you're a legislator or a, a, an elected <laughs> official out there, this is from the people. We know
5: you're out there, folks. you listen to the show, we know you're out there. You betcha.
8: Do your jobs, people. Do what we sent you to St. Paul to do. Stop playing chicken and do your jobs. If, the, if MNIT needs $10 million to keep my data safe, write a bill that gives them the money they need to keep my data safe. Put all the appropriate safeguards in it. And don't put other stuff in the bill about left-wing left wing or right-wing social agenda things. Give them what they need. This is not Republicans and Democrats. This is right. common sense and safety
5: and for all the complaining that you know I and I'm politically conservative and for all the uh, and of course I tout limited government but that doesn't mean no government it means limited government and when we pay our tax dollars we have these basic expectations that government will use these tax dollars to protect us not just from uh, obviously That's right. foreign enemies But in this day and age of technology, this is part of safeguarding our rights and our privacy, Greg Scott.
8: That's right. It's not just government. It's business. But I just... Sure. Oh, sure. This uh, this was in the headlines today, and it got me going. And there's a... I want to make you had a caller yesterday who mentioned the OPM data breach, and I want to talk yes. about that a little bit too. But I, I but now statistically,
5: I want to, I want to know. I, I was talking about this in the uh, the preview today. Is that
8: the largest
2: hack in U.S. I government think, history? I think at
8: the time it was. I don't think there's been any bigger. Okay. There's different ways to measure this stuff, and a lot of people measure it by how many people had their personal information compromised. And sure, you know, nobody really knows the answer on these breaches that that you. There's a predictable pattern on all these breaches. They always start out with the spokespeople saying it was a small thing and nobody had anything exposed, and then, and then over time we find out more and more and more details as they as they leak out. Sure. And that's the way OPM worked. There was a little bit, and then a little bit more, and a little bit more, and then a whole bunch more. And, and well, okay, we'll do OPM. But I, hang on. I want to make one thing. There's a concept. There's a concept that people have about IT in general, and we hear this in management all the time. We need to do more with less, and and the first place we cut is the IT budget. That's never a
5: good idea. Well,
8: I'm an IT guy. Of course it's never a good idea. But But in general I would think
5: because we use technology so much in our everyday lives and in in our working lives, that just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. Yep,
8: uh, and we all have to live within limits, and I I get all that. But here's the thing to think about, and if if you're a leader and if you're in the government, if you're deciding whether it's a good idea to fund MNIT security expenses or if you're deciding whether it's a good idea to fund the operation of personnel management just ask one question is your IT an asset or is it an expense mm. what do we do with assets sure we, we protect them of and, course. We, and we improve them what do we do with expenses we minimize them is your IT an asset or an expense now the city of Atlanta the city of Atlanta suffered a uh, uh, ransomware attack a few uh, back in March. And what happened, we, to this day, this is July, to this day, we don't know any details about it because nobody's talking. So two mistakes. First mistake is they weren't prepared. Probably the second mistake is they didn't They didn't have the the stuff in place they needed to protect themselves. Third mistake is their response was not good. I had another word to say, but I'll just, I won't. Their response was not good. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, yes, yes. <laughs> okay, um, all right. Oh, Vincent, Vincent, uh, okay, hang on just a second, Vincent. Okay.
5: It's your show, Greg Scott. You you <laughs> you <laughs> All
8: right. I wanted to on, on OPM. OPM lost data on two point something million people, I think I think was the final tally, but we don't really know for sure the number. And there's a, whole bu- the, the, there's a whole bunch of mistakes about what happened, and I detailed that in a blog on my website, dgregscott.com. D as in Daniel, com. So it's dgregscott.com. And in the little search, hoochie thingy thing, you just search for OPM, the letters OPM. And, and how fortuitous
5: the- at bradcarlson.org I have linked to Greg's blog. So I've got your back, Greg Scott. I appreciate know. that. Yes, sir. Way yes, cool. sir. Way cool.
8: All right, so OPM blew it. The inspector general in 2014 gave this scathing, re- scathing report about all the systems that were wrong and, and suggested they shut down some of them. Okay. One of the systems the inspector general wanted to shut down was the one where they keep track of people who apply for security clearances. Mm. And this is the part that ought to make people's blood boil. Mm-hmm. If you applied for a security clearance to the United States federal government, anywhere from 2000 up to around 2015 or so, somewhere in there, the Chinese know everything that oh you told boy. our U.S. government. Okay. Now consider this for a second. Let's say you told the U.S. federal, the United States federal government, you told the good guys that you figured out a way to get some Bibles into North Korea. Let's say. Sure. Now, <clears throat> you you told the U.S. government that, and the U.S. government wrote it down, and the Chinese found out about it. Right. What do you think the odds are that the North Koreans found out about mm-hmm. it, and what do you think the odds are that that the North Koreans are dead now because of that? This uh, your caller yesterday made a point. He didn't say this in words, but the point is this stuff is not all fun and games. No, it, it's 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 fun and games to make fun of John Podesta and his email. Sure. Absolutely. But this stuff is real. It's real life. It's it's life and death stuff. We have to do this right. Whether you believe in big government or little government, if you're going to take on this job, do it right. Right.
5: Sure. And that's what keeps guys like you in business uh, Greg Scott indeed. So, uh, you <laughs> like True. Yeah, that's absolutely. True. Well, uh we do uh, as Greg alluded to, we do have a caller on line 1. Uh Vincent, it's been too long, sir. Uh we've uh Vincent has been, used to be a regular caller. I Haven't heard from you in a while, sir. Uh, thank you for calling the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on. Well, you know, I let
7: other people talk, you know. I talk too much, so I thought I'd just listen.
5: Hey, you snooze, you lose. If you if you call in before other people do, Vincent, you, you're fair game to call in and say you what bet. you like, so Vince, we all, appreciate uh, it. Tell
8: all your neighbors to take security seriously. Indeed,
5: indeed, yes. Until I have um, more of
8: an edge today than I did yesterday. Yes. Well,
7: um, I'll try to... Watch my words.
5: We appreciate <laughs> like, that, but uh, Ryan, if you got too. the dump button ready, we may need it. I don't
7: know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> we got a delay, Vincent. So uh, be be judicious, but uh, please go ahead.
7: Uh, a couple words is freedom and liberty. Uh, I have the. Uh, well, I was shocked. You know, I'm kind of sl- slow thinker. And uh, first of all, the go- city, this the city of St. Paul, and uh, fire. St. Paul Fire Department used to be a, the city license. They come in and check the buildings in St. Paul here to see if everything's up to code for the apartment building per se, the owners. But then they go into the apartments and check to see about the tenants. You know, if you got too much clutter and. Mm. The dude come in Wednesday, the 18th of July, a fire guy with his white uniform on. He looked like a corpsman in the United States Navy of a ship I was in <laughs> off of Vietnam. And he come along and says, I got to per- get rid of 50% of my personal items, which could be, you know, things going back to 100 years, you know, from the family. Sure. And so
8: yeah, that's you know, this set
7: me off. I'm angry. No, that, that. somebody from the government, and plus, without my permission, he got his little smartphone and started taking pictures. I partner, and the outlaws yeah. come along and hack into it. Oh boy. And it goes www, which is sure. World Wide Web, all the way down to China, and yes, real Korea. All right, right. Yep.
5: Well, I don't think they got. Yeah, appreciate the call, Vincent. Thanks so much. Uh, yeah, I did. did they. Well, North Korea they don't uh, they don't have a free internet there. We know that.
8: Well, <laughs> they, uh, depending the, on depending on, on depending on, on who you utilize who you, it, who you are. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, there's North Koreans. The North Koreans actually do have some pretty good um, state-sponsored um, terrorist hackers. Uh, um, hackers and the uh, the North Koreans got into Sony Pictures and shut Sony, Sony right. Pictures down for two weeks or three weeks or a month or whatever it was. Right, right. And that was that's just that's just a minor irritation, kind of an attack from some of the stuff that could go on
5: yeah and I think the uh, people who made that movie I forget what the movie was called that they uh it was a stupid movie yeah they're gonna, I, they're gonna go to them um, I think Sony would have preferred that the interview, it stayed hacked yeah the interview. <laughs> we're gonna
8: we're we're gonna we're gonna make a movie about somebody going to North Korea undercover and assassinating kim jong kim jong un yeah, and then I have to stand up and defend freedom of speech for a stupid movie like that, yeah. I have freedom of speech, too, so I can say that it's a stupid movie and no one's going to arrest me.
5: Of course, but, uh, you know, we, we we should defend stupid speech as well, that you is for betcha. sure. <laughs> well, Greg
8: Scott, uh, IT infrastructure uh,
5: expert here talking uh, talking about all things uh, cybersecurity. We have one final short segment this hour. 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you have any questions or comments. For our esteemed guest, Greg Scott, we'll be back in mere moments right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere.
4: Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Hi,
3: this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners.
6: or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible.
2: A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America
0: A.C. Nelson beat the 2019 price increase. Put no money down on a 29-foot Patriot travel trailer with bunkhouse. Just $159 a month. Or buy for $15,488. That's $159 a month for a queen bed. Large A.C., power jacks, flip-down rack, aluminum wheels, and more ride steps. Find sale prices on all in-stock units, toy haulers, and fifth wheels, too.
1: A.C. Nelson RV World in Shakopee. 144 months, 6.9% APRWAC.
5: Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network Programming. And here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And be sure to look us up on Facebook. Can't emphasize the Facebook page enough. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Like our Facebook page if you haven't already. And feel free to leave a comment or question there as well. We will get to them as much as we can. Again, joined by IT infrastructure expert Greg Scott talking about all things uh, cybersecurity. Talked a lot about the Office of Personnel Management hack in the first segment. And uh, now Greg, we were talking a little bit off here. This was kind of discovered when they were doing some sort of a demonstration and some hackers saw some vulnerabilities in the system.
8: There was a company named, apparently, according to press articles, there was a company named SciTech that was on site demoing their software that could do security scans. Okay. During the demo, they found some rogue processes inside, apparently inside of a Windows server. Sure. They dug deeper into those processes, and that's what led to that's what led to us finding out the Chinese had invaded their systems. Oh boy! Okay. Now, so after they found that out, SciTech, of course, wanted to keep that quiet because it's embarrassing and stuff. Uh huh. Somehow, somehow or another, the word the word leaked out by it, a hack. No, just you know, people people <laughs> okay. people want to talk. It's, sure, sure. You know, that's just that's that's as old that's as old that's three hundred years old. Of course. So. After the word leaked out, now it became press press release mania, and I think that I think Cytech got um, I think Sci-Tech got pounded for that badly, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they got any business for that out of out of out of all that work or not. I wouldn't think, but I wouldn't think, but it's, you know, <laughs> it's a um, if I I put I wrote I wrote up when I I wrote it up on my website. Just don't be there's this concept you mentioned it before about about oh, I wrote it down here symbolism over substance. Yes, sir. In the security world, we call it security theater. Mm-hmm. And watch for security theater. You'll see, you'll see businesses talk about how they're HIPAA compliant or they're PCI compliant. PCI, payment card industry, there's like a 30, there are, well, dozens of pages of a checklist for all the stuff you're supposed to do to, to keep credit card information safe. And HIPAA is the same thing, but in the medical world. Sure. So you'll see all this security theater for how people adhere to the checklist. But there's more to doing this than adhering to the checklist. You go right back to what I the, to the six word rhyme I, I I made up yesterday, and you know what it is, right? You remember it? I do not. Sorry, I do <laughs> okay. remember
5: the six. I do remember the six <laughs> words long. <laughs>
8: this is what this is Sounds why like we do Sounds like a weird Al song. This song's is
5: yeah. six words long. Anyways, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Uh,
8: Care and share to be prepared.
5: Care and share to be prepared. Yeah, I like r- it.
8: Write this down. That's all you need to know about security. Get a pen right now. Oh, thank okay. you. <laughs> And right. all your listeners write this down, and everybody in the legislature and the government write this down. Care and share to be prepared. I have mother, uh, more little, little clever statements like that. One of, is, one of them is security is a process and not an event. Yes. And that goes back to these checklists. You don't just check off the checklist and, and, then, and then life is good and everything's going to be rosy. You have to keep on this stuff and stay vigilant. Vigilance counts. It counts for a lot. Okay, now what do we do about the OPM thing? Well, I, we've we've chronicled that it was really bad and it affected a lot of people. The response was terrible, and there's a whole bunch more details that they screwed up that we don't have time to get into. Sure. What do we do about it? And I was trying to figure that out. How does how how do how does Greg sitting in a chair in a radio station in Minnesota affect the uh, affect the H, the human resources office of the entire United States federal government? One way is you've given me the opportunity and, and the and the honor to talk about it on the radio, and I thank you for that. Thank now, you. The yes. other, the, yep. The other way is everybody out there listening, pound the table and demand quality from all these departments. That's right. Bam, bam, bam. Get on it. That's yes, right. that's right. But um, and don't don't settle for um. Weenie. I can say weenie, I hope. Don't settle for weenie answers to this stuff. I was going
5: to say, is it an acronym for something? Because then it would be perfectly appropriate. But uh, no, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that that's fine yeah. in that yeah. context. Yes, yeah. yes. Little, little teeny <laughs> tiny, in that context.
8: Yeah, little, little teeny tiny itsy-bency nonsensical answers. Don't accept that stuff. Ask why and probe deeper, and make sure everybody up and down the line can give can can give answers to to questions that make sense. And don't be afraid to ask the questions. In fact, go far than don't be afraid. Be obligated to ask the questions. Remember, that's my data inside that yes. inside these systems. And just substitute your name for my name. There's not, there's no more data more important than my data
5: and your data, ladies and gentlemen. Of course. Now,
8: yes. in, in the aftermath
5: of some of these high-profile hacks has there been any transparency as to what these companies or government agencies are doing to safeguard against these future attacks because i think transparency if anything would be more important because this is yes. some serious stuff that's being yes. hacked into what that's has taken share, place of anything
8: yeah that's the sharing part of care and yes. share to be prepared and i i, I haven't seen it i have mm. i have i haven't that's, seen it
5: it's one that you know it's like uh uh what is it? What's the what's that old saying? Uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool, yeah, me, fool twice, me
8: twice, shame, shame. Shame on you. Shame on. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Or President Bush yeah. says, "Fool yeah. can't get fooled again." But anyways, oh.
5: Uh.
8: <laughs> yeah. This, oh, th- that's a big that that whole thing about transparency. That's a big deal in the security world. I would think, it's, yeah. And 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 it's controversial. Most most leaders want to play that stuff really really close to the vest, and they don't want to talk about it. And 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 there's official reasons, and there's real reasons. And the official reasons are the investigation is ongoing, and we have to we have to adhere to privacy concerns. Of, of course, of yeah. course. The real reason that they that they don't say is we're so embarrassed that this stuff happened. We just wish it would go away. Right now, you you've never heard of Alfred Charles Hobbs, I will bet.
5: I don't think so. No,
8: <laughs> Alfred Charles Hobbs wrote a book in 1853. Okay, I think that was be- probably before my grandfather's grandfather was born. Okay, and, and on pay, the 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 name of the book was on the construction of locks. It's it's it was it's a great cure for insomnia, and it was a book about how to build mechanical locks. And in 1853, that was controversial because nobody knew how mechanical locks worked. Sure, until sure. After, until Alfred Charles Hobbs wrote his book, and and he caught a whole lot of grief for writing his book and i i quoted him in on my website and i and i don't speak the same english that we spoke in 1853 i have a <laughs> little more modern twist on exactly, it exactly yeah so essentially in, in today's language what alfred charles hobbes said is the bad guys already know how this stuff works and the good guys don't so when you tell me not to write about it we just give the ba- we just keep the advantage of the bad guys mm-hmm. and we put the good guys at the, in at a disadvantage That's excellent point yeah yep so when i when i when i describe how this stuff works now I level the playing field between the bad guys and the good guys.
5: And, and of course, uh, to uh, we're wrapping up this segment, we got a few seconds left. Care and share to be prepared. I'm going to. Uh, is there is there any way we could get that uh, put on a, uh, on a on a board and logo and, and a logo? Make that a logo, Greg Scott. Uh, I bet it. we could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah something, yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, that that's excellent advice to heed by. Yes, folks, do not be afraid to ask questions. That is for certain.
8: We should have a contest. We should find anybody out there that likes to do graphics. Oh, that you know you're onto something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come up with the best care and share to be prepared logo. You know, I, and then this is what we'll do. Whoever has the best care and share to be prepared logo, I'll just give them a copy of my book. That? Uh, that
5: that should be enough of an enticement for you, ladies and gentlemen.
8: <laughs> Greg Scott, uh, IT infrastructure
5: expert. It always goes by too quickly. Thanks uh, for your time this entire weekend. We appreciate it. Thank oh, you very thank much. Thank you
8: very much for having me. It's an honor. Thank you.
5: And ladies and gentlemen, hour number one in the can. Hour number two coming up in mere moments right here. AM 1280, The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, back in a moment.
1: Go nowhere.
2: Please contact us at wnav video.com. AM
0: 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298 CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky's Station.